0: BGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+. plus. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million Million dollars to save, visit healthluck.com today.
1: This is a head gum podcast.
0: Who's that? at the door, it's all your friends, you filthy whore. Your husband's gone, and we've got books and a bottle of wine to kill. It's Hollywood. It's books. It's gossip. I'm shook. It's memoirs. It's martinis. It's Studio 54. It's Celebrity Book Club. Come read it while it's hot. Celebrity Book Club. Tell your secrets, we won't talk. Celebrity Book Club. No boys are allowed. The Queer podcast vibes. Hey, best friend, friend. it's so good to see you. It's so good to see
1: you. We need to reconnect.
0: Um, we absolutely need to touch base about this incredible, exciting book that we've been reading and not talking about.
1: No, we don't talk about the books, no, we don't because we talk about everything else during the week sex, money, drugs, finance, parents, real
0: estate. Um, actually, this has been one of my favorite books that we've read so far. Same. I ate it up. So let's just start with the title. It's called, If You Don't Have Big Breasts, Put Ribbons on Your Pigtails and Other Lessons I Learned from My Mom by Barbara Corcoran. Barbara Corcoran.
1: And if you don't know that sizzling name, Barbara Corcoran, she was one of the top real estate agents mm. in the country, mm. in the world. Mm. The Corcoran Group. Yes, you'll see listings for their apartments, homes. Yes, everywhere all across this now, of course, amazing she nation.
0: Sold that company several years ago to the tune of mm, some might mm-hmm. say seventy million dollars, but of course the firm still bears her name, and you'll see those signs all over New York, sweetheart.
1: And that's the deal that she made to keep the name.
0: Absolutely, because she's a smart business. She's woman. a smart businesswoman. She knows that branding matters. But um, we
1: really got to know her through the hit show shark tank. shark tank. You may
0: know her as the horniest shark on the tank. Also one of the, the smattest sharks, I think. Super smart.
1: I want to talk about the cover of this book for two seconds. Mm-hmm. It's bright yellow.
0: Which stands out on a shelf, honey.
1: Okay. And it's a photo of her... Shockingly, wearing a denim jacket. And you're normally seeing Barbara on Shark Tank in a blue dress. That's basically it, it, she a, wears a blue dress. In a blue, if,
0: well, in a blue bodycon dress. Let's let us not, it, let's I feel not like, mince words. Like, it's the tightest. So tight. And she's, I mean, she has a hot, hot bod. What, she weighs about a buck ten? Sure. She's she's got, got, she has that kind of short
1: pixie 60s French cut. She's
0: got a full, like, pixie, cropped, cropped, cropped little, like, Rosemary's Baby Bob at all times. She's, Mia Farrow, you know? She's, like, wedding the chair every time a group of, like, four brothers comes on oh, to the table. Oh, who tank. are, like,
1: 29. So Shark Tank, if you haven't seen it, is where people pitch businesses to sharks. And she's one of the sharks, and then they invest in their business.
0: Yeah, sorry if you're absolutely brain dead and been in a coma for the past forty years and don't know what Shark Tank is. Uh,
1: um, some
0: people like
1: are like anti-TV, kill your TV. No, sorry, actually, that... I come from like a punk background, you, you and come from I and background. I just want to kind of like shout out like those folks for a second.
0: I actually, I'm kind of glad that sort of in the streaming era, like we don't really have to deal with people being just like, I actually don't even own a TV anymore. I also feel like in high school a lot of people were just like. Psh. Actually, don't fucking watch TV. Oh, because you, yeah. Well, you went to a high school that was like very proto DSA, like before that existed for yeah. others.
1: And then my friend group got labeled the TV intellectuals because they were like, that group of freaks watches TV.
0: Wait, what?
1: The punk crew at my high school. Who we called the black vegan bisexuals because they like all all were black and were so like anarchy and then they.
0: um I like that black from high school meant wearing black,
1: because <laughs> yeah. it was such a you were white the school, whitest school. Boston suffer. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, so then they called us the TV intellectuals. That's, like, honestly the
0: sexiest thing. I name. know. How sexy they is that? They were just like, oh, yeah, you guys, oh, you're so fucking Camila Paglia and just, like, writing really interesting, like, right, bitchy essays, essays. on the OC.
1: It's like, yeah, I absolutely am the TV intellectuals. They were just like, your friend group
0: invented think pieces. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't even believe that. Are you so
1: jealous? It's crazy. Stephen was really so. We went to the same middle school and then I left, and you were like really mad at me because I had to go to this like punk
0: privileged school. Yeah, and you were also like deeply conflicted because you thought you were so punk, but you're also like desperate to just have martinis and go to Marc Jacobs (laughs) with me. And you did. Anyway, just back to the cover for one second. She's so wearing she's a, denim a denim jacket, <laughs> which is bottom casual. bottom she's in a denim jacket, which is casual, and she's super, like, sexy and, like, body kind, of usually.
1: She's I, also, like, 73. Well,
0: what's weird—okay, so the book takes place—it's <laughs> seemingly in the 1910s. <laughs> <laughs> this memoir is literally—it's like a chronicle of New York and this, like—
1: Everything takes Absolute place on the like, Upper East rat pack Side
0: era. Like, she's constantly going to just like, like, oh, like Donovan, like the Algonquin. <laughs> and like when she stays at the Barbizon Hotel for, for women, women. And I'm just like, where are these establishments? Like, I'm desperate That's to like.
1: Oh, new- we need to go do a
0: night at the Barbizon Hotel for so women. What happens is she like never has sex till so this like guy wanders into Rem- her diner. So Ramone. she worked,
1: she's from New Jersey, a big Irish family.
0: Hmm. She has five brothers and like five sisters and all the boys sleep in one room and all the girls sleep in another. And
1: their parents like sleep on a
0: fold out. Living in like a dilapidated like seven story cabin underneath an amusement park. And there's park. like
1: Nana Willow downstairs and Aunt Heather upstairs. It's very Nana upstairs, Nana downstairs. And
0: every single person in her town like has like this crazy nickname. She's like, well, Tommy Two-Tone. Oh, and, and then, like, Fatty <laughs> Patty. <where's> Fatty <laughs> Patty and like Jimmy Jump. Jorp, and it's just like, what are all these full, like, 1910 Sandlot names? He has
1: called the past. Okay,
0: do you think that her brother, who is, like, Timmy Tiptoe, is gay? Statistically, right? Like, one of one out of ten, so... Two out of ten. Do you changed? have ten kids? Well, my I'm mom sorry. is the
1: oldest of 11, and, like, two are gay and one is bi, so... Yeah.
0: There and you go. I think, and some of, them, for... some of them passed away probably before they had a chance to make peace with their sexualities. No, he was actually out and proud. Talking about my dead uncle here on our podcast. No, I'm talking, I am Uh. saying that there might be others. Okay, because of our parents' generation, not everybody felt comfortable coming out of the closet.
1: Anyway, so what is it? It's it's 1971. Sure. And this is how it all happened for her. This is how,
0: this is basically how Barbara Corcoran got her start, was by meeting a man.
1: Right. And she was working at the diner
0: in, in Edgewater, Edgewater, New Jersey.
1: And there was another popular waitress with big old taws mm-hmm. and all the customers would go to her. Mm-hmm. But this day, a man walked in in a wool suit and he saw Babs
0: with ribbons in her pigtails. So she became known as like Pigtail, the pig-tail girl, girl. And she's bouncing around on her side of the diner and she was basically said, everyone went to What's Her Face for the big tits, but they came to me for the pigtails the and convo then so, and that, the so that was her hook. And then once they got there, then she was Mrs. Gift of Gab, and she was talking, talking, talking.
1: And she was like, "And that was my counter." Right now, Mr. Ramon Simone. So walks she's in. so she's
0: in there one day. She got pigtails bouncing around. Da da da. This guy walks in,
1: and he looks like a businessman. Okay, mm. not the type of guy that usually is in that. Diner. Oh hell
0: no! Mm-mm-mm. Not not some working class Irishman from Edgewater, New Jersey. Absolutely no, no, not. No, no.
1: With his slicked back hair, mm. dark hair, and fine fine suit, and he asked for the girl with the pigtails.
0: Because he's heard about it.
1: Now they start chatting. Mm-hmm. And he says, hey, leave with me.
0: He says, I'm going to... Oh, I'm going to give you a ride home. Let me give you a ride home. So...
1: She said, I didn't have to think twice.
0: Yeah, she hops in this car. I mean, this was the time when you just trusted people and you got in strange man's cars.
1: Well, I think if they were hot, yes.
0: Right. So she gets a ride home back to her...
1: Edgewater, very house. busy
0: home with her 10 brothers and sisters. Now,
1: her parents are extremely sus of Ramon and Simone.
0: Right. And and the mom is just like, don't you give that man, you know, your turn don't give him your body or whatever. But right. he, you know, he just wants to give her a ride home. But then he starts coming into the diner.
1: And he's giving her rides he home every night. Home.
0: She doesn't really say when they fuck.
1: Yeah, she's being apt because she's like, I guess these things were dates. I didn't know what to call them. Right. And it's like, so obviously you fucked in the car.
0: And I think it just speaks to a time when a man could walk into a diner, sweep a woman off mm. her feet. Dark, tall and handsome. Put her up in the ho- hotel bar. Barbershop hotel for women in Manhattan. Give her money to buy an outfit and start a real estate office with her. And men don't do that anymore.
1: Also, it was a very movie where like she's like, Mom, I'm going to the big city. Mm. And I'm going with Ramon Simone. Her mom is, like, straightening her hair and her, like, suitcase. And she's like, you can always come back here. Mm.
0: And it's just like, we're just talking about, like, going to New Jersey. It's, like, not that far. But
1: that's fully the plot of Coyote Ugly. We're just like, she's like, Dad, I'm leaving. And then just, like, takes a 40-minute bus to New York. (laughs) And, like, has her one suitcase. Okay, also, can we talk about how Ramon Simone is Basque?
0: (laughs) <laughs> and, he, and, and he rolls it he's just like I'm from Basque country yes. and it's actually like we're the elite of Spain and France meet and it's just like this is so fucking random as hell
1: from now on I'm rolling into any diner and I'm saying hello I'm Lily
0: I mean, I'm from Basque. I'm from Basque. I mean, saying you're Basque is very, like, who can argue? It's just like... No one's going to test that. No. Because it's like, well, you're you're just, like, not Spanish, but you're not French. And you're, you're also, both. like, of descent. So it's just, like, you could be insanely pale and, like, still be Basque. And it's like, no one's going to really call you out on it. No. Because, like, he has this thing where he's, like, trying to be, like, such a, like, Latin suave man, but, like... It's like you're French. But then he's just like, it's just Ray Ray Simon. Simon.
1: Which is, I feel like that's the ultimate thing of like the 70s, 80s, is like people were always changing their names to sound sexier.
0: That was a thing back then?
1: From the 50s, like people were always changing their Jewish names. Right. Okay.
0: Wasn't that more like Ellis Island vibes?
1: It continued. Like a lot of celebs, you
0: know? I love the idea that people were changing their names at Ellis Island to sound sexier. (laughs)
1: My ancestors, all they cared about was like, changing their Like there was some insune,
0: like faggy, like and was like that's not sexy enough. Just stamp. being like, okay, let's spice this up a bit, bitch.
1: <laughs> Here is my question: It seems like back in the day, all you needed to do to become a real estate agent was like circle listings in the New York Times and like yeah. go up to people and be like, "Do you want an apartment?"
0: No, I mean her business advice throughout this book is so insane and totally predicated and on like so vague the most and just insane, like insane, like ancient world. We're like, huh, if you don't have any press about yourself, honey, like cut out like words from a magazine, <laughs> like paste them with nail polish onto a, on a piece of construction paper, put it up on your window and people will think you had a headline written about you. And, just, and oh, there's nothing wrong like... with it, honey. Fake it till you make it. And it's just like, OK, not everyone. It's like, oh, yeah, it's using, all about
1: like, filling in the blanks. Right.
0: And like using your imagination because you're dyslexic. And it's like, I love that. But it's also like, you know, these days. Well, actually. You well, I
1: don't know. As a business owner myself, mm-hmm. I was trying to think how could I use her tips for right. my personal speed dating business that I run.
0: Okay. Well, how would you do it?
1: Well, I was confused because nothing related to it at all. But a little bit. It was like it was like she was like, I put out an ad in the New York Times. Mm. It's all about filling in the blank. Mm. and just like lying to get ahead like yeah. when she takes around this like businessman from St. Louis and he's like I want to buy an apartment she knows nothing oh, about buying I an apartment to, I actually,
0: I, have, I thought about this so this is part of it so the whole book is like it goes back and forth between stories from her rights to success and then her childhood and it's his, always
1: lessons from her childhood and then she'll flash to like 1985 on like 86th Street right. and how like Fatty Patty kicking her like in the butt in Edgewater related to like her renting an apartment right. in 85 or, like,
0: how her mother would paint the stones in the garden white to make the garden look nicer. And then that was, like, how she knew to, like, paint the walls of her new real estate office cranberry red because it would oh, motivate all her <laughs> agents.
1: Here's my question. She has a real dilemma that I feel like in this book when she makes her first, like, $500 mm. that I really related to. Where oh, she was I like,
0: would love to know what you think about this because obviously I have my opinion about spending money. But I was like, that's kind of interesting because she says— She says, do
1: you— Put it back and invest and save right. into your business. This first five hundred dollar check, or she had been eyeing a jacket at Bergdorf's. Right. Oh no, she hadn't even. She, or do I buy a fancy jacket? Right.
0: Well, here's what I mean. So what? So what would you do? So you get a big check. I would spend. It. I feel like you're spending it, but you're not yeah. spending it on something fabulous. You're just kind of like slowly I don't know, like, dwindling. I, I, I like went to sushi, yeah. and then like I took a lift, and then like it kind of just like all was gone. I
1: would buy like one like polo probably for like 30 Hmm. then I would have like one dinner and then I'd be like okay and the other 200 I'm absolutely saving and then like an Uber would happen and then I would get a bill and
0: then like it would be gone so what I what I do when I you know make I don't know 5 or 6k (laughs) I I usually spend the first 600 online shopping Mm -hmm. then I'll go spend another 1500 (laughs) at opening ceremony I'll completely black out I'll walk out of the opening ceremony with a pair of shoes Like six shirts and a pair of pants.
1: So many Lavender Bell bottoms.
0: Then the rest I save. But here's why I spend the fifteen hundred, and I think it's the same reason that Barbara does. It's because you do need to like pump yourself up to give yourself this sense of power. Exactly.
1: When I put on Mm. some cool new polo, Mm. and I can walk into a room, I feel like
0: right. And you two hundred bucks. (laughs) You can sell a one bedroom and. Offer it up as a one bedroom with a den, which is one of the like her secrets to success, which is that she oh, was like putting the up very the wall. first apartment she ever sold. She like asked the guy owning the business where she was a receptionist at if she could try and sell this one apartment. And it was advertised as a one bedroom. And she was like, and I saw this living room with the dining alcove, and I said, if we put up another wall in here, we can call it a den. And all the you sudden, can
1: do twenty bucks more on this apartment. And
0: she was like, and we sold it for three forty a month. Or it's always like also like apartments are very like rented by the week, I feel like it's so just like, <laughs> everything like, <laughs> is rented by the week. <laughs> Like, it's like, was I was paying $147 weeks.
1: a week, and I live with three gals, and we had a couch borrowed from just, like, Jan's father.
0: Jan's father, and everyone's, like, a cable girl, and it's just like, okay, this is full of the 20s.
1: I mean, yeah, but the th- you save it. I mean, write, like, words, so we're kind of at the same, I I guess, idea, well, but, but I thing. think mine— mm-hmm. I think you do
0: need, I think it is good to make a big purchase when you have a ton of money. And here's why. My stockbroker once told me. uh, We're just really on different planes
1: here. No, no, at all,
0: not at all. Not at all. And I encourage you to have this conversation with your stockbroker. We have a conversation. My stockbroker is also very just like has a bow tie and like lives in the 1970s and like is always sending like something. Oh, yeah.
1: And your stockbroker is your daddy's friend.
0: Am I right? Uh, yeah, pardon me. Pardon me that I'm loyal, that I'm not just going to go run off, go to Vanguard, find some fucking floozy at Vanguard to represent me and my money when my father has been friends with this man. For OK, decades.
1: I actually do have a Vanguard IRA,
0: but I put 20 bucks in a month. You are such a fucking fake ass. <laughs> <laughs> just being like, actually, I'm so poor in like workers' rights. And then it's like you fully have a Vanguard. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> I fucking set up, and I am saving.
0: <laughs> okay. Anyways, my stockbroker, uh, we were having some like long conversation. He was just like, "David, always invest in yourself." Mm. And it's true because I was thinking, I was like, "Oh, do I want to take this like uh, improv class at UCB? Like, do I want to buy these speakers because I like to make music at home?" And he was like, "Yes, bitch! Like, go all the way off, buy those speakers, take that class because mm. what it is is an investment in you." Absolutely, and so if you think of something as an, you know, it's you know, experiences are great, and everyone, and you know, Mark Cuban always talks about how experience Experience entertainment is the next frontier. Everyone's been there, but you know what? You know, yeah, and yes, experiences are memorable, but it's one thing to buy martini; it's another thing to buy something to buy a fabulous coat that's going to make you feel fabulous when you walk into that. When you
1: walk into the boardroom, because
0: that is how you make more money. Because people say, this puppy's got her eye on the ball. This gal knows the cut of someone's jib and knows what time it is. And she's ready to go to the races.
1: <laughs> I also think Barbara Cooker just has this gorgeous charm throughout. And it's like that well, she's, she's got, always she's dealing. Got, she's
0: got the gift of gab.
1: And her grandmother, like Nana Willoughby or mm. whatever, was like, you're going to be a star. And you have like dark
0: hair on your arms. Oh, wait. Okay. Actually, you know what I just realized? So this... It's actually so similar to—she's like, use the gifts you have, right? So the the right. mom was always telling all the kids in the house, like— She was oh. like,
1: you're going to be a great mom because you're good at, like, folding sheets to right. another kid.
0: Right. Out of the ten kids. And, like, Timmy Two-Toes, like, you're going to be good at, like, being gay because you're always, like, gossiping and, <laughs> and, like, and, like, peering over fences. And, like, you're going to be a CIA agent like, be gay. This is my fantasy now. Um, But she was like, Barbara, like, you're going to be a star because, like, she was the one who's been directing, like, the plays. Which is very that thing where it's like everyone who's famous was just like, I was always doing plays when I was a kid. This episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. You're trying to find a cause for your symptoms. Achy back, headache, runny nose, itchy eye, wart on my genitals. So let me guess, you stumbled down a TikTok rabbit hole full of questionable advice from so-called experts. Suddenly I have cancer? Uh, no thank you. (laughs)
1: There are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. Though randoms, I love you, and my TikTok addiction, yeah, it stands.
0: But I'm sorry, Lily, you shouldn't be getting medical advice from some girl in her grandmother's basement in Toronto.
1: ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care
0: you need and deliver the type of experience you want. That's right. Ditch the talk, get the doc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun.
1: No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet.
0: Mm, I love a trusted guide, like the time I climbed to Machu Picchu on the Inca Trail with a team of Sherpas. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So find your Sherpa at ZocDoc.com. Go to ZocDoc.com slash and download the ZocDoc app for free.
1: Then find N-Book, a top-rated doctor today. Slay. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z O C D O C dot com slash book club. Zocdoc.com slash book club.
0: Ditch the talk. So we went to this uh we went to a talk full I would snake, say a, oil, a snake oil a scam like a wealth management like meeting that she was speaking at at, at um,
1: uh jerome college or something in the bronx it's <laughs> like
0: public community college like in the bronx that took that was at 10 a.m so we i i heard about it because i got some weird email that was like are you fan of Barbara Corcoran like come to her on wealth management like speaking engagement in the Bronx like on this date.
1: And we were fully we were like get the fuck out of town Barbara Corcoran for free 10 a.m. the Bronx a Done. Tuesday. How are you giving these away? Well first I would also like to say that
0: since it was so far away from our homes at first we looked at hotels. And at first and, I actually did book a hotel at this like Wyndham. That in was, the Bronx Zoo. And then I started <laughs> it, was, it was in the Bronx Zoo. It was like the Bronx Zoo Wyndham. And then I started reading all the reviews and they were just like... It's blood-stained. It's, it's vomit-stained. Vomit <laughs> there is vomit everywhere. Like, uh... Like, yeah, just, the sheets crunch. <laughs> so we said, you
1: know what? Let's just wake up early. So we thought also... Stupidly, it was just going to be Barbara. Yeah. So we got there. We like, didn't really so get what a scam
0: like wealth management event is like. So uh, obviously, it's like we, we get out, and I'm like rushing. We're like stomping through this community college, like going through like so many campus vibes, getting to this massive auditorium, and then like there's like so many barkers being just like Barbara Corcoran Shark Tank, Shark Tank, this buy way, this, this way, this. Shark this. Tank, this way. We get them. There's like so many things that it's like sign it, and there's like absolutely, it's actually cacophony. Like all these people are like kind of like bewilderedly filing in to this uh, massive auditorium. We, like, go in and sit down. Um, Basically,
1: we go through, it's, what, three hours of these snake oil salesmen and they're all just being, like, know your portfolio,
0: like... And it was so sad because this guy was selling this, like, Software program that was so fucking 80s and like Dell. You
1: put it on, oh, it's like a CD ROM you put on your PC and, and like,
0: it like tells oh. you like stock prices and it's like, oh, just like literally Google a stock. And then it was like, and you can like buy and sell and trade. And then literally like, it was like, okay, now like you can get up and come sign up for this. Like it was like a two day course when you get the software or whatever. And it's like a thousand dollars. And like literally dozens of people who obviously do not have the money are like rushing onto the stage. And then, to then he would shame up.
1: everyone he and to everyone else on his he'd be like, oh, okay, so I didn't know you were stupid. So it comes around 1 p.m., and I have to be at work at 2. Yeah. And so we're going to go ahead and be at ton, so 248th as, Street. <laughs> and two
0: hundred Barbara hasn't Street. not come on yet. It's 1 p.m., and you leave because you have to go to work. So by the time Barbara comes on, I'm just alone. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I sort of have. You less. don't have
1: much to do. Well, you know, my schedule day. is
0: actually more flexible because I am, I am a freelance I'm, stockbroker. <laughs> I'm a freelance stockbroker, and I've actually created my schedule that works for me because I'm an expander. Yeah. And oh, we need to talk about expansion. Universe container yes. and I've got there in a second. So by the time this starts, it's like, it's just me and Barbara and she comes out and she's this, in, this insane gingham dress and she looks like full, just, um, like Pippi Longstocking vibes. And like, and she does this 20 minute slide, like PowerPoint slideshow that's so kooky and just like web 1.0, like net art vibes. That's like so many Photoshop paints of just like her head, like on like a kooky, like, uh, was it very her lines? Twitter
1: where it's always quotes that are just like, "When you think you've given up, that's when you get successful. Is yeah. when you turn the well, door and close the door and open the door."
0: It was. It was little. I mean, it was very honest. It was just this book. It was basically the story of this book. was like Ramon Simone. Big rest, yeah, and she and told the story. Of, and, of Ramon Simone and like getting the money and where
1: just, like, is Ramon Simone right now? I mean,
0: he's probably fucking kicking himself for li- for ditching oh, yeah. Barbara for oh for this secretary the secretary. Tanya or whatever Tina, Tina. most secretary name. What so fucked up? So one day he tells her, Barbara, I'm leaving you for the secretary and I'm marrying Tina. They still work together for an
1: entire year, which
0: is psychotic. which is honestly very me, lesbian. It's
1: very lesbian. I was like, that's very literally me and my you living with your, like. <laughs> but imagine if me and also her name is Barb, so Barb and Barb literally here. Was you. Imagine if we ran a business together.
0: Um what, you and Barb? I mean, you literally do. You're always being like, Barb, come do this clean. I mean, for actually me. that's what
1: I was just about to hire her for a clean, so we actually do. Um and I d- was being so Barbara actually when I went to go price this clean, and I did wear my finest Ralph Lauren button down when I came and looked at this like house.
0: And then what happened?
1: Well, I demanded the price I deserved. Okay. $550. And he said, okay, and he didn't bat an eye.
0: Oh, and for those of you who don't know, Lily is a naughty little
1: French maid.
0: Lily makes money as a uh, cleaning woman. Cleaning, sorry, cleaning person.
1: Cleaning person, thank you. I specialize um, really in the organic cleaning industry.
0: Mm. And you have clients all over the city?
1: Yeah, but they're most, they're Upper West. I only have, I really only have one Upper East. Um, who's the most upper east side person in the entire world? But you know, anyway, I'm always carrying a Swiffer in my backpack.
0: And actually, you you'll remember we were at a Halloween party at um, Moment PS1 that I was hosting, of course. Because, in my capacity the as a rising voice of moderator, the left. host. Moderator, host. And
1: uh, Lily arrived and. My backpack from work, my little Adidas sack. And usually, like, people look in the backpack and are like confused and are like, what is this? And then I'm like, cleaning supplies and they're like, okay, fine. But this time they were like, this is so the security sketched. at
0: MoMA PS1. Yeah,
1: they saw that liquid mm-hmm. and they were like, not on our watch. You will not be. Coming in here and windexing Orion Tricarton. I know you want to, but you won't. And then they were like, What are these metal poles? And I was like, This is a Swiffer. And I
0: guess no one knows that a Swiffer can come apart. Yeah, most people aren't transporting their Swiffer on the city. <laughs> said, most Dave's people's Swiffer just sort of sits in their Stay. house well, in a closet. Hack people. You
1: want to save space in your New York City apartment? Take apart your Swiffer. <laughs> um,
0: okay, I'm just, I just found this old tweet that I wrote. Um, oh,
1: we're quoting your tweets now?
0: Well, no, I just remember because <laughs> she was being so, oh, so horny. horny. Right? Okay. These are things that she did in the talk.
1: That's very Barbara of you, though, to be like, let me pull up one of my old tweets. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my greatest quotes.
0: <laughs> I do have some good quotes. Okay. So it's also very Lori to be like posting a weird fake meme that's like a quote from yourself. Okay, yeah. So she talked about losing her virginity and how to— re- Ramon Simone, who was like, the first guy she ever met, because her parents like slept on a fold out couch in their living right. room.
1: The, the old leather like tie
0: legs. And she like made this like sassy joke just being like, well, <laughs> and you can guess what my parents are doing on that fold out couch. She did have 10 kids. Just being like My mom was fucking all the time. Yeah. I mean, that's
1: crazy, it's like her parents' marriage sounded like so fifties, where her dad was always like smoking a cigar and his lazy boy. Also, like how they how their family can we talk about how their family had so many intercoms in their home? <laughs> like, early-style vintage intercoms. She was like, and here's a lesson. Be somewhere, like, at the same time so you can get double the work done. Dad borrowed a reel-to-reel from his Uncle
0: Tony. Oh, the reel-to-reel, yeah.
1: And then, like, the mom also had an intercom just to, like, tell kids to, like, I mean, come to the she's bath. so
0: always just, like, having so much Betamax technology. And it's so just
1: like, and Bell Telephone provided us with an intercom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I will and respect... The receptionist of Belle forever. Okay, another thing she did at the talk was call some in the audience a handsome hunk. And it was just, like, random guys just being like, "Um, like, I want to start a business. She's like, oh, you handsome hunk over here. Um, She, then, she
1: invested in Shark Tank on those Lobster Brothers.
0: Oh, yeah, the mit- Cousins Lobster.
1: Right. And, they and she was... She's and, always like posing with them, and yeah. they're these like big, main like, guys soaking
0: through her like pastel body condos. She also invested in those like skincare Italian guys, those brothers Nardo's Naturals. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, and they just like. Can't, they're just like oil, and it's like essential oils, and but they were like hot brothers because there's always some. It's like, always gr- brothers. There's always a group of four brothers being like, we invented a water bottle, like that, like that, like works every time you're at the gym, and like, oh wait, sharks, like when you like are really thirsty, but like your water bottle isn't connected to like a separate cooler that also like comes out of your center console of your car, like we <laughs> invented this weird like traveling cooler for game day. She's like, I'm not crazy about the product, but I'm crazy about, about you, you guys. guys,
1: and that's what I said. It takes ten percent to do a hundred percent, and. It if you show me 300%, I'll give you $1.2 million.
0: Oh, okay, and just to sort of put a bow on oh, this. Oh, yeah, on her horniness. So she also told someone else in the audience that he could call her Barbie.
1: Oh, so slutty.
0: I know. I'm what just was like, his
1: vibe, though?
0: Was she like, you can call me Barbie? It was like some like sweaty ass like nerdy guy in a fleece who was like so balding. Right,
1: it's like, how do you think she got all these... She knows how to charm a man, but she doesn't let them get the kids. I mean,
0: she's very. She's always
1: like charming, like Mr. Albanese, yeah. or just like Mr. Coffestanzi had an office on 79. Well, she's
0: very that women of that. She's very like, first, I found as I'm very being very just like, honey, use what you got. <laughs> Um
1: her office sounds extremely First Wives Club when Ramon Simone dumps her <gasps> so first and she the gets in yeah cuz yeah. she gets her office above and his and she's like and I
0: paid a little more to get to, I paid like eleven dollars more a month to rent charcoal desks instead as of the to black. like,
1: and I was like, "What did that do?
0: <laughs> I'm like, How different?" I mean, then I'm, but then That's at the same time, no, I'm like kind of a, maybe a matte charcoal is actually a lot more like inspiring to a realtor. probably maybe
1: these like insane like these, accountant yeah, like these accountant tin desks tin
0: metal desks. I so always shiny. feel that
1: you know what I mean. When let's say you're at the grocery store,
0: okay, mm-hmm. okay,
1: and you know maybe get that middle price thing. Don't get the generic. Don't get the creepy chicken that's like filled with so many hormones. But you're like, I don't want to get this like air chilled, like forty dollar chicken because that's ridiculous. So mm. I'll get this like whatever supposedly cater free chicken that's kind of mid there. You don't you don't Lily's see what that time tips mid price <laughs> chicken.
0: <laughs> I mean, I will say I think that's actually probably where most people land. I think a lot of people shop based on price mm-hmm. and they assume something that like the seven dollar sausage is going to be better than the four, but the thirteen is too much and they go for the seven.
1: And a lot of the times sometimes between the 7 and the 13 it's the same thing.
0: Wow. Truth yeah. to power. Absolutely that about cleaning products. Um, Did you see the episode that was... Um, I'm like so not cut up. On okay, the so there's this, <laughs> this terrifying company that's uh, knife sharpening by mail and you put... Oh. Maybe
1: I did see And it her. was and it
0: was this like total like hot serial killers from Sweden. And like there I mean these, like, I would
1: do that. I always need my knives sharpened. And I'm like, what am I gonna do? Carry around my knives in the
0: subway to go to William Sonoma and get them sharpened. Okay. I don't under but don't people have that little rod that comes with the like knife set that I... sharpens them?
1: I mean, I've had that rod in the past. I don't have that rod currently. But okay. also, you d- really do need to do it in a specific way. And yeah, I would love you to have You a- don't
0: have a Japanese, like, whetstone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I and mean, I know, like, I do <laughs> okay, want to Okay, I know, what stri- I'm
0: getting you for Christmas.
1: I want a strong man and kind of a steel coveralls.
0: Mm. Well, so what happens with this knife sharpening by mail is they send you an envelope and you put your knives in an envelope, which just sounds so terrifying. So
1: it's Rent the Runway, but for It's knives, Rent the Runway for perhaps. knives. And you send them off and <laughs> they
0: sharpen them at some stone, stonery somewhere, and then... They in the back to you.
1: But then what happened to our local knife sharpeners, you mm-hmm. know?
0: Well. They're <laughs> so taking away their jobs. Very <laughs> my mom. Where I <laughs> oh, <to>. right. <laughs> my, so my parents randomly live in the Ritz in Boston. Resident and she's always calling the like concierge for just like things that are really not their job. And like, I just hear my mom like pick up the phone and I like, call down to the concierge. She's like, James, uh, do we have anyone in the building who sharpens knives? And like, he was just like, I know like we don't have a knife sharpener like which is actually kind of shocking
1: because they have a restaurant so actually they should be able to sharpen her knives
0: okay call them out on their bullshit I will Celebrity celebrity book club
1: Okay, I just watched this Barbara video where she was showing her favorite place in her house and it was kind of like a daybed by a window. Mm. And she was like, This is my favorite spot.
0: I mean, that's in so the
1: house. People are
0: always saying they're like reading nooks to their favorite spot, and it's, and like, it's like I like, just don't like, I
1: don't believe no, it. You know, I don't. It's no like, one are actually, you curling no, up no in one's this actually little fucking
0: curling up in a nook with a book and their teeth being like, Mmm, now's my me time.
1: And she's like, Perfect. And I can yell at Tommy over there, mm. and I can say, Bill, get the dinner ready. And the park i know is right behind me her just being like i have views of the park but i'm not looking at it
0: (laughs) i'm sorry it's just like everyone who says their nook is their favorite spot is lying i mean that's just being so real estate agent
1: because she's trying to sell people with nooks and people dream of what they'll do in the nook but then they don't use then they don't
0: actually use the nook and they don't finish that book unlike us unlike us who are like always finishing
1: books. books boom boom boom
0: so another thing that i wanted to get into Was her discussion of expanders versus containers? Mm. So she has a lesson, and she actually talked about this in her. In her talk, so she talks about expanders and containers, and she's like, there's some people in the world who are expanders, and some people containers. Expanders are like creative, they people, crazy ideas, and they're crazy and they're go go go, and they need to be sort of corralled so that their ideas and their creativity can like execute have be I would executed say. and have a lane. And then there are containers who are like super organized people who like are necessary for any business because like they help the creativity and my like, kookiness of the expander people find a lane. Like for instance, we kind of like Is Steve Jobs an expander or container?
1: Right, and was what the WAS his container. Right.
0: He was an expander and WAS a container. But like Tim Cook is maybe not an expander and he's a container. And About he's Tim Gunn.
1: Tim Gunn is a container.
0: Right. He is an absolute <laughs> container. <laughs> I mean is she just saying top versus bottom? Like where maybe, is she going I mean, with this?
1: I identify as an expander.
0: Same. I think we're both expanders. We're both crazy. Expanders. We're both totally we're both crazy people. And we need to be reined the fuck in. And
1: Like, I need someone to like give me the to do. You know right. what I mean? I'm.
0: I mean, at the same time, I can also be like a psycho container. You can
1: be. I wouldn't say you're all expander. I would feel like you can be a container.
0: And I can be like so whatever, like spreadsheet and like sending like seventeen thousand texts. But I still think that my energy around containment is still quite expansive,
1: mm-hmm. and it's
0: like a little bit um hectic and like overly verbose or whatever, and it's, like, not totally...
1: Right, you're blah, 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 this, blah, blah, and blah, 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 this, blah, blah, blah,
0: that. And if your container ultimately is, like, not trying to take the spotlight or...
1: Uh, I think also some people are bi, you know?
0: Conspanders. Conspanders. Okay, Holly Hunter, expander or container?
1: Mm... Container
0: in this weird way. I think you're right. Yeah, Not I just that I watched really her app
1: on Succession, which you don't watch. right? I was like, you,
0: you watch Succession?
1: Yes. Sorry, I'm you a straight basic person. Basic
0: ass straight person going to the fucking food hall Sunday morning with your girlfriend oh, and your dog. Oh, uh, Sunday nights are for Succession. Around here, no one speaks during Succession. <laughs> yeah, it's a <laughs> church. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: I can't believe you fucking watch. I You're want to jump. I want to
0: dump this seltzer on you what right the? now, but I won't. Okay, I just thought that we kind of had a pact where, like, we were going to fucking be basic and watch. May no, but hours. I'm also
1: not going to tweet about it like every second. Just being like, mm, I'm not going to pay play the Succession theme at my wedding.
0: Okay. <laughs> like, I can watch uh, a show. Well, I also like. Oh, so, oh, wait. Actually, can we read? I want to. There's a passage I want to. get yep. to. So near the end of the book, um, she has. A passage called "The Do's and Don'ts of Effective Email," Mm. and I think it kind of really speaks to the time setting of this book, which is very just like she's always written as if like fax machines are brand new, and she's like, "All right, listen, if you're gonna fax,"
1: and she's like, "This is the first time I saw a cellular phone."
0: Okay, so let me just read this passage: "Do's and Don'ts of Effective Email." We all get a lot of email, and like other forms of communication, there are always ways to do it better. One, don't use email as a way to avoid speaking with people. Speaking with someone reveals and invokes more information than email ever will. So true, body language is key. Two, keep it short and sweet. Short, clear emails show respect for the recipient's time, but terse one or two responses convey, I have no time for you. That's generally true, and I think she's dead right about that. I would say, like, a four-line email is, I mean, I think I've seen You've
1: always told me, and that's probably the biggest takeaway I've taken from you and our friendship is write shorter emails.
0: And I'm right. You're right. Like, when you read an email that's just like, thank you so much, like, you know, like, let's do this, like, one quote, like, will this be happening at the event? Like, let me know best. It's like, that's it. Rather
1: than like, I was thinking of this and this, because right. then when I've got received emails that are like people's ideas for like 900 pages, you're no, like, no, I know.
0: And they're, and, a lot of the reason they're so long is because there's all these sort of, like, self-deprecating qualifications in there. And it's always just like, and I was actually thinking, like, and let me know if you think that this might be okay. And I'm totally okay if it's not. And I'm and open I'm to just, ideas. And I'm just spitballing here. And I'm just shooting over the moon. And I'm just, like, bouncing off what you may have piggybacked off of. <laughs> and, like, not to be totally rude or, like, step outside of bounds. And, like, this is just an idea. And feel free to shoot this down. Um, okay. okay. Next, oh wait, this part's insane. Salutations like "Hi Barbara" give a personal touch when writing to individuals. (laughs) Hi
1: Barbara. (laughs) Hi
0: Barbara. (laughs) You're like good tip. Good tip. Thank you. Please begin every email with "Hi Barbara." Billboard yourself with an automatic "See My Webpage" link. (laughs) Check out my webpage. I actually do do, and I'm in my signature. It has linked to my Twitter and my um. I have this Tumblr page for Wait, that's call. awesome.
1: Tell me about your email signature again. Okay,
0: so here's basically gonna go ahead and be my email signature. Um
1: Stephen Phillips Horse.
0: No, actually not even. Stephen PH. I think mm, I'm not sure. I think PH. So it actually is gonna add just Jennifer
1: Lopez. <laughs> <just, just
0: as, laughs> sent from Jennifer Lopez's <laughs> iPad. Um You know my dad used to get mad at me for getting things addressed to Jennifer Lopez in yeah, school. Yeah, I remember. And it was like so like and it was like it so was homophobic. Was
1: really homophobic. And it was like gender
0: non conforming and he was like being so aggro about it and it actually prevented me from coming out
1: wow the vulnerability you
0: are <laughs> releasing right now yeah, and this is actually a very vulnerable pod um number eight don't hit the send button right away i'll i think that's generally true that's good although sometimes you need to just like move the fuck on with your life but it's like you're not you like you're me. always sending that most angry email
1: I think it's more like you know about checking over, especially with the listing. Because remember her whole thing about like blueprints or whatever, and just like everyone needs to like
0: double check their blueprints. Um, don't send chain letters or unnecessary large attachments. It's like, no yeah. one likes them. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Some people do need to be told not to send spam. I love sending spam yeah. personally. You, I kind of
0: yeah. You're, love a, you're actually a full spam yeah. queen. I
1: love, like, forwarding on emails. Forwarding or, focus
0: group requests.
1: Yeah, kind of the works. I am... A spam bomb. Okay, I want to talk about after she sold her company mm. and she goes to the ATM and very you like discovers she's like actually insanely rich <laughs> and like pretends to be shocked like oh geez here's a picture of her AT- her deposit slip she goes to the ATM to take out two hundred dollars I heard the familiar tat 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 as the machine counted out the money and was relieved to hear their err. As the stack of 20 slid out the front, I put the cash in my philo fax and took the receipt. <laughs> On my way to the garbage can by the front window, I took a quick look at the receipt before tossing it in. My arm screeched to a halt. I stared at the receipt in utter disbelief and moved it closer, squinting my eyes to make sure I wasn't imagining things. I turned my head left and then right, and like an owl. <laughs> She is kind of owl-esque, um, looking to see if anyone was watching. No one was. The Yorkie lady passed me and smiled. Moving closer to the window, I tilted the receipt toward the light. Take another look. In my bank account, red. Yes, the balance did really read to $46,732,917 and 32 cents. I was sure of it. I thought, my God, I've got this to show someone. And it's like she calls her mom and tells her and she's like, can you believe it? And then I took myself out for a big diner breakfast of eggs benedict. It's like, bitch, you knew your bank account. There was like $46 million in like, there when you made that sale.
0: Don't be like so shocked. You just sold your company for $70 million. Right. So you're actually going to go ahead and know that, that you there's... did just receive that money. <laughs> I'm always just like, what? I couldn't believe it. it's like so 50s, like Gee Willikers. Gee Willikers, and I took that check and I framed. I mean, she's so framing, framing checks, checks. framing the first dollar bill, framing... framing
1: the jacket, framing the receipt from Bergdorf's. So I need to frame more
0: checks. Wait, also sidebar. I do want to talk a little bit about Barbara on Shark Tank. Um. So as we discussed, she's super horny and always like wanting to invest in guys, but she's also investing in like the random like she. Okay, what's weird about her is she is like secretly conservative. And I do think maybe she did vote for Trump because she always investing in kind of she either invested in like family businesses or like the most Christian businesses. Like she invested in the insane Christian stocking company. Grace and Lace that was just, like, (laughs) those, like, sexy, like, leggings that were just, like, knitwear. Yeah. And it's, like, so, the like—and we had over $1 million worth of sales, and it's, like, the most Tennessee, like, Christian Girl Autumn socks. What she
1: doesn't like Mm. is someone— who thinks they know it all and yes. can't
0: learn? Well, because she, she identifies people who are just like, Hungry, I'm, I'm dyslexic, yes. but I'm going to work twice as hard.
1: And then like start sobbing. But like when someone comes in with an app and they've already like made a million dollars and they're just like, I own this industry. I just want your money. She's like, and that's why I'm out. I don't see the hunger. And why are you here? No, so,
0: and she's always calling someone to just be like, you know what? I got a, I got a bad feeling in my mouth. And I don't like the way you're talking about it. And uh, my mama always told me, don't trust someone if you don't trust them. So I'm not going to trust you.
1: She also goes in on a lot of deals with her fellow female shark, Lori, which I love.
0: No, and she's all about female power.
1: Right. Like, she's not just, like, siding with Mark Cuban.
0: Oh, but what I wanted to say earlier when I was mentioning the knife company, she wanted to invest. They all, like, suddenly got so hungry for these knife sharpeners. And I think Lori got the deal, but, like, it was, like, they were all fighting for the guys, and then, like, they left the room to talk amongst themselves, and, like, yeah. Lori got up in her in her little, like, dress with so many cutouts and, like, marches over. yeah. And, like, in her eight capelets, and she was, like, trying to invest, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, Kevin got up and, like, went over and, like, tried to talk to them, and then Barbara gets up, and she's holding a knife, and she just walks over, and she's just standing next to them, just what slamming Stop. the knife in her hand, just, like, <laughs> so menacingly, like, waiting for it, like, to literally just fully stab Lori. Um, <laughs> but then Lori got the deal. Wow. Okay,
1: I need to watch it. There's there's these photos, if you Google Lori and Barbara, of them doing the Charlie's Angels on a step and repeat. And that's the thing. She knows how to have fun. She's always roasting Mr. Wonderful. She'll roast all the guys. No, and she, she doesn't
0: really roast Lori. No, she doesn't. Roast Lori. And she'll tell and she'll tell Mark. She'll be like, oh, Mark, mm-hmm. you're being such a bully. Shut up. Like she'll put him in his place. Right,
1: and She'll be like, don't listen to him. He's a scam artist. Although I
0: do think that she rolls her eyes like they all do whenever Lori brings out her like golden ticket. <laughs>
1: Yeah, she'll (laughs) eye roll at Lori, who's just so like, Well, I have 165 patents at
0: QVC. Right, but when she'll she'll say it, she's like, Every season, there is one idea (laughs) that's, I always say, it's either a zero or a hero. And this one is a hero. And they're all just like, Oh my God, Lori, like, shut up. Stop
1: with your own But then it works, and
0: then the people pick Lori, and she's just like, Sorry, bitch. And then she makes $130
1: million. I wonder who's richer, Lori or Barbara?
0: I mean, Scrub Daddy alone has had sales of over $200 million.
1: And Lori is Scrub Daddy.
0: Yeah. I think that Scrub Daddy money is taking her all the way to the bank. Segment Segment vibes. What What does does she wear? wear? What does she eat? How How does does she she live? live? So what does she wear? I mean, we know that Barbara We know she
1: wears. wears, as we said, the blue bodycon dress. Bodycon also, dresses. big, chunky white pearls.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, she's an Upper East Sider at heart. She, like, in this entire book, she never leaves the Upper East Side. Like, no. She is a... Uh, but she's not so Chanel skirt-suit. No,
1: it's more like mom and the go. Well, you know, my um, co-worker in the maid business... Okay. You know, ...who's kind of like a no-filter, ex-Marine... A l- someone with a lot of demons, I would say.
0: Yeah, middle aged.
1: Middle aged, 50, um, horny as well. Mm. He ran into Barbara on a mini golf course in New Rochelle, and she was wearing. And he took a photo with her and he was like oh and posted
0: yeah. it on Facebook.
1: Posted on an FB and also showed it to me on his big Android and was <clears> like, <throat> She was so hot, Lil. She was so hot. But he was with his girlfriend, so he couldn't fully horn out, I guess, on the mini golf course. How old is
0: this man's girlfriend?
1: She's also probably in like her sixties, fifties, they're uh, similar age, yeah.
0: She in the biz too. <laughs>
1: I know she's a school teacher. Oh, cool. <laughs> but Barbara was wearing a big puffy yellow vest. Yellow.
0: Yeah. She likes bright. bright colors. I mean, which is also very, her whole, like, um, mantra throughout the book of just being like, wear bright colors Show so men you will got. notice yeah. you. Your big red coat. You want to stand out, get a big coat, paint your walls red, put pigtails on your hair. I mean, Karimba. it's very, it It's also 80s vibes, power tie. It's color base. But I, I think, yeah, I think casual vibes, she's just like, I mean, she's very thin. So thin. So I think she's probably wearing, like, jeans with the slightest flair. And they're kind of soft. Like, don't you think she's the kind of woman who, like, is maybe shopping at those weird stores, like, on Martha's Vineyard that kind of just, like, sell. For women. Like, a, like for women. Like, a store for middle-aged women that just, like, sells sweaters and it's kind of, like, random. and like Yeah, it's not you, totally you haven't designer. Heard of any of the brands that are in But it's there. expensive and she's yeah. wearing a sweater.
1: But I think it is probably also—I feel like she is wearing a lot of, like, heat tech like on the okay, day Okay, because errands. it's more tight.
0: I guess she is just only wearing like form-fitting outfits.
1: And she's in Whole Foods, like looking like she's like freezing right. or something.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then on the set of Shark Tank,
0: shivering in
1: Whole Foods, <laughs> the Barbara Corcoran <laughs> no. story. She's in her signature blue dress. Right. How does she live? Clearly, she lives in her like massive Upper East. I,
0: I think. Home with the daybed. I think that her decor sense is again, like, in that sense where she's not It's
1: big white couches. It's big white
0: couches because, like, she's not in the... Uh, obviously, Upper East Side apartments, as you know, because you clean a lot of them in your job, but, like, they're dusty and they're so frilly and they're so being, like, so, like, rococo and, yeah, like, old. Not and they're like, like... There's so many rugs and it's, like... It's not sharp edges. No, it's, like, Cambridge went and died there. It's, like, so... It's just, like... I, I don't think that she Well, that's is, more Upper West. Oh, I guess then maybe that's more Upper West. Upper
1: but, East is, like...
0: But is it so, like... Shades like...
1: of Vanilla. It's, like, 1997. Mm. Okay. Sometimes stuff is modern, but, like, in kind of this weird, like... In a like, heavy,
0: chunky way. Yeah,
1: it's heavy, big, funky glass lamp.
0: It's those tables that have, like, a big sort of metal curved leg underneath that goes in. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it's, like, glass but wood. I remember doing... When I used to work in politics, and I was a fundraiser for Scott Stringer, who is now the control of New York... Um doing fundraisers at people's apartments on the Upper East Side. And it was very, like, it was a lot of, like, day chaises.
1: Well, as you know, my favorite Upper West Side client that I cleaned for is, like, it's, everything is monogrammed.
0: Upper West Side? Upper East Side. Okay, right.
1: Yeah, I think Barbara lives on oh, the Upper East. Yeah, she's so yeah. East.
0: Oh, yeah, it's very, a very monogrammed. Yeah, so monogram
1: would... view of the park, mm-hmm. cushions, mm-hmm. F- white fabric.
0: Oh, wait. I really we haven't even talked about her husband.
1: Oh, Wild Bill Higgins. Wild Bill Higgins, Higgins,
0: former FBI agent. I bet he fucks like a rock star. Which is also so 80s of her. Yeah, I mean, she has to. She's the horniest person alive. She's getting... She needs to get fucking wrecked. She's the kind of person who, like, you can tell likes to be strangled.
1: Mia yeah, shivering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: she wants to get choked out. Like, but she just... I think
1: she's a switch.
0: Oh, you think she's, like, pulling the strap? I so. think
1: I think sometimes she puts on a pair of high heels and she steps on Bill Higgins. Okay. I like what on Valentine's Day you know what I mean she's so Valentine's
0: Day oh she's so Valentine's Day like she's so she's so busy she's so busy but then it's like and you know what you gotta do every once in a while is surprise your man go to Frederick's of Hollywood get, get yourself her some lingerie. A, a nasty little corset and a whip and, and like a, okay
1: I also feel like she's so they're like sort of so like those like creepy vanilla
0: tasting like, middle
1: aged couples that like actually do have sex a lot. she's like sure me and Bill make Love four times a week, and it's like three minutes. So long you think
0: that's creepy
1: when like old people <laughs> fuck? Well, you know, I'm very pro more elders. ageism from Lily
0: Marada. I'm so no. very pro
1: old people loving each other.
0: Mm. Um, but she's also like you know she has she's like so up at six thirty a.m. and like having her coffee with her tea and like an espresso yogurt apple yeah. grilled chicken almonds um, which I guess sort time? of brings us to what she eats. I mean she's like defining activia vibes like she's like downing yogurts. It's, yeah, it's just a go-gurt.
1: <laughs> and, like, maybe she goes to Balud and gets, like, a steamed
0: fish. I don't know. I mean, she literally, again— I don't like,
1: think she's even really eating. She's, she's on not, set.
0: She's not eating. So she's craft. having a couple almonds, like, and a yogurt, and—
1: But I think also she's, like, 80. It's like, she's not trying to be, like, probably more Cuban and, like, sliders ever. She's like, I will have a white wine yeah. at the end of the night. And it's, you know—
0: No, I mean, it's very like, you know, she comes from an 80s time where it's like the men had steak and the women had water.
1: Right. And And they maybe they had like a steamed spinach. right?
0: And that was enough for her. But, you know, I think at that age, you know, you don't need to consume a lot of calories. When you're old? Yeah. 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 In general, I don't think Barbara is doing a ton of eating. But I'm sure that like she cooks a meal also in a very Valentine's Day way for her husband like once a month.
1: I guess I don't know. No,
0: I, no, She's like sometimes to inject a little romance. Like I, I get home and I cook for this. Barb. I cook this one chicken. No, I'm saying she cooks for her husband,
1: right? I don't think Wild Bill Higgins
0: is cooking. Absolutely not.
1: I bet he is a famous dad pancakes, and she's like Bill and
0: his pancakes, right?
1: Yeah, I do want to know more about Barbara's marriage, but I guess I'll just have to stalk her.
0: I mean, I actually do think that the level of horniness she exhibits on the show shows that she actually is getting fucked
1: in this way. You don't think it's all show? Because... Or maybe, okay. Maybe so, it's a little game she's playing with her husband and he watches her getting so horny for these lobster brothers. Right. And that's why he really has to deliver it well, on
0: 78th Street. I think that there's this, cl- <laughs> deliver
1: it. <laughs> deliver the love.
0: Yeah, he gives her that big, raw T-bone <laughs> from Peter <That> Luger's. <laughs> <ballood> <laughs> T-bone. I mean, she's more Peter Luger than Balud, I feel.
1: Because mm, it's like... Long She's Island so like, games, yeah, I'm yeah. not
0: trying to have that like fancy shit. Like I don't need it to be so caviar. Just give me the tried give and true. Me the
1: T-bone. Trump
0: Tower. Um, I, I feel like the age-old debate is like does, you know, horniness outside the marriage and or even being in an open relationship make the actual marriage hotter or less? Mm. And I don't know.
1: I feel like it fires it
0: up. You think it fires it up? Yeah. I think it can.
1: I think it can. I mean, less wild. Bill Higgins is getting like so jealous. But also, right. here's the question: Is Wild Bill Higgins being wild when she's being a workaholic? You know, mm. flirting with Mark Cuban till right. what 11 p.m. at night? Is he getting a little something on the side? Right. And is she fine with that? Maybe. Maybe they're open and we have no idea.
0: Honestly, let's like be let's be honest for a second. If we could just can I just be honest oh, yeah, with like you for a second. Can we actually just cut the shit for a second. I feel like probably 50 percent of like boomers marriages are like secret have like a secret arrangement that they've never mentioned or spoken about. But just like there's been at least one affair, if not multiple throughout.
1: Well, and I would go as far as to say I feel like that's like the known arrangement and like Mad Men era, right? It's like right. when you know, you know, you're a man, but you right. don't admit
0: it. You don't admit it.
1: And it, I feel like right. boomers actually were trying to be a little more like open about it and shocked if someone had an affair.
0: Right. And they're fanning shocked.
1: The 50s is more like classic arrangement where like, of course, like he went out with his secretary and I didn't ask. Right. Because that wasn't a woman's place.
0: Okay. Last segment. Who, Who are, are you in, in the, the box? box? Um okay you Oof. well obviously you want to be the Ramone Ramone Simone. Simone. <laughs> he's literally your dream man
1: but also am i those like italian men who are like so sus of her who bought all those buildings by the united nations the, G- the, G- the G- gafani brothers? But, yeah the
0: gafani brothers <laughs> you are the gafani brothers
1: <laughs> and i'm just being like don't cross me and how do i know you're not going to do this to me um but i also could see myself randomly as just like Esther, just like the woman she hires who she the bl- cont- Container? Like, oh, I'm not Esther. Okay. You could <laughs> not
0: be less Esther. Esther is the ultimate container. The girl she describes as, like, her purse was so organized oh, that, right, that I'm she so knew not... that, like, she had to hire her to, like, help her organize her business. It's like...
1: But she was, like, a purse. It was more like a filing cabinet masquerading, masquerading as a purse. You
0: could not have a less organized okay. purse. You were, I'm absolutely you not Esther. You were literally, Esther. like, threatened by security for having a messy <laughs> no. purse full of metal rods.
1: <laughs> okay. You...
0: Mm. Mm. Am I, like, the Taiwanese realtor who's, like, You're a little, such a yeah, fast talker? i A fast and I'm, talker
1: like, and, like, all, like, you come out of nowhere and it turns out you've been, like, made $500,000. Right. Oh, that actually part was the most, just to go back to Shark Tank sure. for a minute. It's, like, when people come on Shark Tank, like— all the sharks are always so suspicious. and then they reveal that they actually have like
0: one point two million Instagrams, Instagrams. In sales.
1: yeah, and like so many Instagram followers. And then everyone is just like, "I'm sorry,
0: excuse, me and they change the music changes and then they all start nodding and clapping. and like and then they're just like, we've spent zero in advertising. It's all social media, and Mark just like claps.
1: And then they show, like, a photo of, like, a woman in, like, a flannel, like, holding a water bottle. And they're like, this was our first post. It got two million likes. Oh, wait. So I was saying I feel like the Taiwanese woman is very Shark Tank.
0: Um, Thank you. I agree.
1: So you are her. I am her. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I was obsessed with this book. She has like 800 other books that are like landing the deal and other things I learned from growing up in Etchwater.
0: But I think that this book is was... It's probably the main... Probably the main ticket and it's fun and it's kind of a pre-Shark Tank book so it's not as much of a fucking... Oh, this is what I did. cash grab as maybe like some later Sharks books. Ooh, not to name names but like all of Lori's fake-ass books. <laughs> right, and his... Whatever his like lame-ass book is about just like... Ms. Right, and of it's just Leonard
1: so went. 80s and it's... It's a window into if you're really into like the Upper East Side. Yeah. If you're into Manhattan at a certain time, cabs, LaGuardia, JFK,
0: restaurants.
1: Then uh, yeah, pick it up
0: and definitely get the version that says if you don't have big breasts, but rims are big tails because that's just it's just fun. It's fun to have that around. It's a conversation piece. It's fun. People you'll, like what's that book You'll leave it shelf? on your coffee table. Yeah. Be like, Oh, that's a fun title. And they're that like, that looks book looks is
1: ridiculous. And then you say, you want to look at my ATM receipt? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's forty six million dollars yeah, that so I made. how ridiculous? Since reading this am book, am I
0: now apply the lessons? Next week's book is one that I am so fucking excited to sink my little teeth into.
1: Your tiny, little, yeah, sharp, tiny, sharp, little gay, gay teeth. teeth. <laughs> or, actually, yeah, I feel like this book is a little more big, gay teeth. It's
0: so big, gay teeth.
1: Yeah, we're talking about none other. I'm sure you're already guessing it. <laughs> Tan France's book,
0: Naturally, Naturally
1: Tan. Tan. Tan France of Queer Vera. Eye uh,
0: Reboot fame. The fashion one.
1: The British one.
0: The British fashion one. Um, so
1: get a crop blazer.
0: Get a floral button down and get excited.
1: And yeah, get to it. Get yeah. it at the full length. I
0: can't wait to do makeovers with you.
1: Oh, yeah. We're going to do a live makeover where I'm going to like put you in slim denim. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just bought slim denim.
1: Oh, my God. Well, and I'm in my new pants.
0: I feel like spirit. both of our styles kind of turning into different style okay. anyway. Yeah, by
1: next week we're both just in like <laughs> floral, button-down, crop, blazer, bonobos, yeah. pants. And I did it. <laughs> it was
0: so damn because I did go to APC to buy jeans and I had them tailored at the store and it's such just, a tan thing to be like... go to the store! And the store will actually do tailoring for you and, and so many people don't know this and but it's like, so and much that's better. that's an investment. That's an investment to yourself and your own wardrobe and they'll be happy to do it have them pin it.
1: You know, rather than go to the store and buy you know, these cheaper jeans, if you invest in a really good pair of jeans, they'll tailor it for
0: you. And this shows a woman that you're serious about commitment. <laughs> <laughs> man who's serious about his jeans is serious about commitment. This to show that potential boss in an interview that you
1: have an attention to detail. So yeah, if you're addicted to our Tan France impressions, stay tuned for next week.
0: Yeah, uh, don't like drop off your listenership. <laughs> fucking pose her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Pass. pass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Doll Celebrity Book Club is presented by Prologue Projects and Headgum. The show is produced by Meg Murnane with editorial support from this hot guy, Andrew Parsons, and this smoking man, Leon Nafok. Engineered by Ferris Monchi. Original theme song by Stephen Phillips Horace, you know him, 68 Woodstock. Artwork by Teddy Blanks, I fucked him, at Chips NY. Follow us on Twitter at CBC The Pod. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review, hell. And don't forget to tell your friends or your enemies about us. That was a HeadGum Podcast.
0: slash iHeart.